Hello, and welcome to Nantucket After Dark, where we talk about relationships, love, sex, with spirit in the mix. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Dorothy Stover, seventh generation Nantucketer, love and pleasure teacher, founder of the Nantucket Love School, where we focus on spirit and pleasure so that our students feel more love in their lives. I've been helping women transform their lives, feel empowered because I support students connecting their spirit, their intuitive selves, and how they can heal their bodies and their lives. I'm so glad you could join us. Let us dive in today's episode. With great vagina comes great responsibility. I'm going to speak to those that have a vulva, aka a vagina. Quick sex ed lesson. Many people have been taught that the vagina is a whole encompassing area of the genitals. It's actually not. The vagina is the vaginal canal. The vulva is the encompassing genital area of a woman, of a female. For today's purposes, I'm going to be speaking more to the women that are cis female, identify as a woman, or non-binary that own a vulva. There are a few different reasons for this. Firstly, there are many different gender expressions as well as different configurations of the genital area. For instance, someone may be born as a male sex, identify as a woman for gender while not having any surgeries on their body. Their energy is going to be different than a cis female vulva owner. Their experiences are going to be different as well. Please know that I plan on having conversations in the future for different gender expressions, genital configurations, and gender identities. Today's topic is for cis female women or non-binary identifying vulva owners or females. If you are listening to this, then no matter how you identify or the configuration of your genitals, there probably is a message in here for you. So if there's something that resonates, please take it and make it your own. Going forward, when I discuss cis female women or non-binary individuals with vulvas, I will say vulva owners or I will say female. I haven't discovered a better word or phrase, but if you have, please share. Vulva owners are a group of humans that often are told to feel shame about their vulvas, about their bodies. In fact, at one point, people thought it was shameful to have a vulva because parts of the vulva were hidden. They concluded this to mean that God finds vulvas shameful. After all, the penis and testicles are right out of the body, which must mean that God wants to put them on display and that they are something to be proud of. Side note. All genitalia is beautiful, and all should be celebrated. Now back. Uh, You see, in Western society, we vulva owners have been dealing with shame in our bodies for far too long. And frankly, I'm kind of sick of it. (laughs) So it's, it's so exhausting to be told by society and media to hate one's body. This shame leads to not only myself, I've experienced it, but other females to feel their body doesn't belong to them. That first it's society has claim over their bodies or their family, and then their partner, and especially if their partner is a male, and then their children. If we females are lucky, we get the scraps left over. We are told that our bodies are meant for somebody else's pleasure, or to keep our partners, we have to sacrifice our own pleasure for our partner. And have you ever heard the term grit and bear it? There are so many women out there that are having sex with their partners and they completely exit out of their bodies. Um, Whether it's because they just don't feel connected to their partner or because they just don't enjoy sex. 
and a high number, actually. We've been told that vulvas are ugly, stinky, disgusting. Women get self-conscious about their bodies, that they are unable to enjoy pleasure. Because if you can't relax, then pleasure usually isn't going to be able to show up and be noticed. Unable to enjoy being in our bodies, unable to relax and into the pleasure, which is so very important, this all breaks my heart. So that's why I'm talking about this today. That's why I'm saying with great vagina comes great responsibility, because every vagina is great. And I want you to be and feel so proud of your vulva and so proud of your body and really feel embodied. It's by choice. Make no mistake about it. Females are incredible. With great vagina comes great responsibility is not just about your sexuality. I'm talking about the superpower you were born with. It's owning your pleasure, standing in your power. Just the sheer fact that you have a vulva is incredible. We females are so powerful. We're powerful creatures. And really, more so than we give ourselves credit for. What a female can achieve amazes me. What a group of vulva owners can do makes me proud to have a vulva. As well, as with everything in life, we have a choice in how we wield our superpowers. And I have a question for you. Will you wield the superpower for good or for evil? Will you lift other females up? Will you help to get them the things that they need or want? Um, Or will you compete and try to knock them down? Will you inspire or live in bitterness? Will you choose love or will you choose fear? And I so hope you choose love. I hope you're you in everything you do so that your inner light shines so brightly for everyone to see. I hope you don't shy away from being that beautiful light because you don't feel worthy. I hope you don't try to dim someone else's light because you're jealous. If you and all the females around you are shining brightly, then in turn, it helps to brighten the world, as well as to inspire others to shine as brightly as they can. Imagine if we females all over the world knew exactly how capable we truly are and what we are meant to do. Imagine if we owned our power, stood in our worth, and took charge of our pleasure. We would be unstoppable. Not only that, we would live in a happier world full of light, joy, and delight. I was born a girl to a very strong female, from a long line of strong females, actually. These women took their lives into their own hands and didn't allow others to speak for them, bring them down, or tell them what they could or couldn't do, what they could or what they were capable of. My indigenous lineage comes from the matriarchal tribes. My great-great-grandmother was the first hairdresser on Nantucket, and she had a very successful business. The women in my family were on the front lines for women's suffrage. My mother instilled in my sisters and me from a young age that she wanted her daughters to have strength to stand up for themselves and not depend on someone else to make their choices. She wanted to make sure we were independent, educated, and empowered daughters. As I grew up, I took some of my own mother's teachings of her own strength and of the women in our family. I have patchworked those with her knowledge and weaved it through my own beliefs to make a tapestry that is always growing and evolving. This tapestry comforts me and keeps me warm through the tough times as well as the good times. I've always known women are powerful. 
I know when women stand up and support each other, we can accomplish great things. In fact, we end up exceeding our beliefs and the beliefs of others, more likely. I believe those in the world who want to belittle or oppress women see the power that we females possess, even when we females are not able to. This is why the oppressors do what they do, because of fear. Why so many want to control the female body? I'm often asking this question to myself, and I want to pose it for you. Some of what I think is if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, you know how controlling someone can be. How they can make you believe it's for the highest good to sacrifice yourself or sacrifice for your relationship. Often parties are operating from a place of fear. And here's the deal. That which we fear is usually the highest outcome. Not always, of course. In matriarchal societies, there is less war, everyone's needs are met, and there is stability and people thrive. Perhaps we as a society have lived in chaos and abuse for so long that we fear what peace may look and feel like. Certainly there is growth and evolution in facing fear, and from that evolutionary perspective, we'll thrive. I believe we are actually in that space of evolution now. In fact, the energy of the world has been shifting for some time. In the 1960s and 70s, we had the sexual revolution. Well, I believe we are in the beginning of the sexual evolution. And perhaps in our time, we will experience a sexual enlightenment. If only all humans realized that allowing each other to stand in our power, stand in one's power without ego, Truly and really standing in our own power, there is alignment and connection to spirit. If we all cheered and lifted each other up, how incredible the world would be. If we all owned our pleasure and not felt shamed by society about being a consenting adult, what they do with their body, or with another consenting adult's body, the world would be a better place. Less shame and guilt. Funny. When I say this to people, they either go, yes, 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 oh my gosh, I want this. And then there's others that say it's a pipe dream, that I'm striving for nirvana or heaven on earth. But why not strive? If we reach for the stars, we may not make it, but perhaps we will touch the sky. With great vagina comes great responsibility. What is that responsibility? The responsibility over your own body. The responsibility over your own pleasure. The energy of the vulva and the womb space is a portal of energy and a direct connection to God. This is where life is created. Not only human life, but energetic life. The womb space is where women can create the life that brings her delight and joy. The womb space is where women can connect with God on a deeply spiritual and physical level, with light and support, the body healing and thriving. With this in mind, responsibility to a female is to shine as brightly as possible for others to feel inspired to shine theirs, to encourage and bring women up to new levels, not try to bring them down, to know who you are and be uncompromising in that, while at the same time being willing to develop and grow and evolve, to be right with your past, happy with your present, and excited for your future for the heart, body, and mind, and soul to live in alignment with each other. Now, to activate the womb space and the vulva to create, 
You can create anything. It doesn't need to have purpose or look pretty or be perfect. In fact, if you're being who you are meant to be, things probably won't be perfect. They probably won't look pretty. But it's you. And it's a great service to the world to live in alignment with your highest self and be who you are in this moment. Plus, it just feels really good to live in alignment. And if anything I just said sounds overwhelming or unobtainable, perhaps it's time to start looking into living in alignment with your highest self. Because as I just mentioned, when you're living in alignment with your highest self, it's exciting and energizing. I'll get more into that in a minute. First, I want to make sure I speak to the Western society and what I would love to see change. I would love to have no more victim blaming or actually blaming each other for our problems. To take ownership of ourselves and take ownership of our culture and ownership of our different societies and different viewpoints and to live in that harmony and balance. When you operate from the womb space, you can be unstoppable. You can really come from that space of peace and delight and allow others to stand in their power as well as yourself. And the vulva can do wondrous things. It can populate a universe. Your lady parts can expand 200%. The clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings. And actually, because doctors and scientists really have spent so much time and money on men for so long, we're starting to get more into discovering more about the female body and the vulva. The vagina is a powerhouse and can take whatever it is thrown, whatever's thrown at it, really, and then bounce back. It's just like us. Now I'm going to narrow the conversation down even further. Let's talk about being in alignment with your higher self. I want to speak to the women that feel connected to not only themselves, but their bodies, and they want to lift, inspire, and cheer other women on. I want to speak to the women that want to feel pleasure in their bodies. And I want to speak to the women that feel that may, perhaps that they are an empath and wants to dive deeper into their intuitive abilities and is curious about using pleasure to heal and feel empowered and embodied. When you're in alignment with your highest self, you're intuitively guided. You feel powerful. You feel your true self in the moment. And you are your true self and you're always evolving and up-leveling. And if you focus on healing and self-growth and evolution of the soul, It's incredible. There are so many paths to access the highest self. The path I have chosen and would love to share with you is the path of the sacred sexual woman. She connects with spirit, owns her pleasure, and stands in her power. On April 6th of this year, I'm hosting a free women's circle, the Unbound Mystic Women's Circle. We are going to dive deeper into the path of the sacred sexual woman the five pillars of what creates and maintains the sacred sexual woman. I will share and guide you to unbound yourself from old patterns, tapes, and stories so that you can live in alignment with your highest self and feel that evolution of your soul. Not only that, but experience more pleasure in and outside of the bedroom, alone or with a partner or partners. Living in alignment with your highest self is so magical. And following the path of the sacred sexual woman is so pleasurable. It's almost effortless, really. There's so much ease and flow to it. So if you're interested, definitely click the link on this podcast message or message me if you want to join the free circle on April 6th. 
And don't forget to pick up the Unlocked Mystic PDF. This will support you in unlocking your sexual blocks. And this really is the first step of the sacred sexual woman's path. Also in April, I am launching an eight-week session, Sacral Sexual Woman's Circle. We will dive even deeper into the five pillars, including how to use pleasure to heal and the keys to having deeper and greater pleasure. If you're an intuitive, this is the next level of accessing your higher self and your intuitive abilities. If you're interested in learning more, please reach out to me. So if you're feeling the call of the sacred sexual woman, don't hesitate to reach out. It's such a powerful and transformational path. And I hope that you really do take to heart knowing that with great vagina comes great responsibility. Own your own pleasure. I am sending you so much love. And if you're feeling the love, I would love to ask you a favor. Please share this podcast with your community. It's super simple and takes less than a minute, but will help me create more content like this and help other people and spread that love. Here's a fun, easy way to do it. Take a screenshot and tag me at Dorothy D. Stover right on over on Instagram. It's a win-win because I'll make sure to share you with my community as well. Plus, when you tag me, I'll send you a free gift because I like to do my best with spreading love around the world. Thank you for helping me do so. Until next time, peace, love, and hugs. Bye for now.